Sunday episode of my show, The Story of My Life, starring your queen, Sarah Adewalu. Episode number, I don't even know, since I haven't even really taken the time to accurately number my podcast episodes, but that's alright. Like I said, I'll have it all figured out. Somewhere along the way of creating my show, I lost track of which episode was which. I got so caught up in the hype of having my own show and talking about whatever. I can't even number my, (coughs) sorry, my episodes correctly. But again, it's alright. I'm going to figure it out soon. Trust me. For now, I'm asking y'all to just go along with it. In my mind, this is episode 39. It may not be accurately true, but we'll just stick with it for now until it's proven otherwise. (laughs) But anyway, here is another YWCA-related episode where I'll talk a little bit more about my birthday and the camp talent show that took place on it. Obviously, y'all know that my birthday is on August 5th. Yeah, I'm pretty sure y'all know that since Facebook always reminds you. Yeah, I get Facebook reminders too about people's birthdays. (laughs) That's a wonderful advantage of social media in our world today, at least You never lose track of someone's birthday, nor do you have an excuse to forget. You'll always have a reason to remember. So this summer at the YWCA wasn't my first time that I chose to come to work at a part-time summer job on my birthday. The first time I ever did this was in the Previous summer of 2021, when I worked for the YMCA. Just talk a little bit about the YMCA first, and then the YWCA, and then and then the YWCA talent show. Um. So, yeah. Um. But before I do that, I want to just quickly say that. Um. Back in the summer of 2018, when I worked for the Hackensack Recreation Center, um, I was fortunate enough to, you know, not be able to come to work on my birthday um, because the program lasted, I think, uh, seven weeks, I think. I don't remember anymore. Yeah, um, and the last day of the summer camp program of the Hackensack Recreation was August 3rd. And if memory serves, that was a Friday. So, yeah, at least just 
two days before my birthday, my 21st. So I guess that was very a special moment for me. Um, I'll get to that in another episode when I get the chance to talk about my experience working at the Hackensack Recreation Center. Uh, but yeah, not for this episode. Um, for now, for this episode, it's just the focus on the YMCA and the YWCA. So in summer of 2021, um, I went to work on my birthday when it fell on a Thursday. Um, so it was a weekday, and I believe on that Friday, August 6th, that was our payday, which I recall correctly, because we were paid bi-weekly, and um, that was a seven-week program so yeah and uh, yeah the same thing with the YWCA um, we're paid bi-weekly as well so yeah at the YMCA or day camp Oradam um, was based at that lake area in New York you know which I told you guys the name I cannot for the life of me pronounce or spell properly um yeah it was always a 40 minute bus ride to get to that lake area in New York you know from the YMCA's office building in Hackensack um where it used to stand um but not anymore as of right now um its current location is in New Milford It was a regular day of camp at the time in terms of the camp activities and schedule of events. At that time, I was still an assigned counselor for Team Kahagon, which is the youngest age group of campers, co-ed campers, so boys and girls. Um, so that is broken up into four different team colors blue red yellow and green i was mostly assigned to the blue team so all eight of my blue team campers would wish me a happy birthday during the day you know just at random times and so did the other campers and other camp groups and all the other campers within the Kahagan groups as well, yeah. As well as my fellow co-workers. <laughs> yeah, so that's all there was to it. Like, nothing, like, major special. Oh, I, and I guess the woman supervisor, you know, the woman who inter- interviewed me for the YMCA job, um, she's the supervisor, um, she let me in on a little camp birthday tradition that if it was someone's birthday at camp, whether it was a camper or a counselor or any other staff member at all, then the entire camp should sing happy birthday to that person. Um, so in that case, that would be me. 
and um that person aka me <laughs> would sort of do a little dance around the main cabin area um the main cabin area was where all groups of campers and all the counselors would meet for the woman supervisor to like give out her announcements in regards to a particular day's events or activities and such and so yeah after she would give her announcements then we counselors would go in our groups of camp camp, campers like go about our daily schedules there like swimming fishing all that stuff so yeah that was the main cabin area that we would all meet at so yeah on that particular day on my birthday and before I went about doing our daily routine schedule um this one um announced to everyone that it was my birthday so everyone every single person had a chance to sing to me and you know like yeah after they sung to me I sort of had to do a little dance around the cabin like hopping and skipping around like like I guess a good child or something I don't know yeah something like that I do not even remember clearly anyone anymore but yeah I think everyone else including the campers had to like take part in it as well like dance along with me like yeah yeah so that that was after they sung to me and you know I did a little dance move I think that was like for five whole minutes yeah and then after that was finished and everyone like clapped for me and I clapped for myself as well and yeah that was pretty much it after all that then the woman is like okay you all can go about your daily schedule now like you know swim class or you know some activities by the specialists like nature cabin or arts and crafts you know something like that yeah and then you know just all throughout that day as well you know most of my co-workers you know took turns to say happy birthday to me you know just all throughout the day so even some of the campers and all the other groups individually yeah that was pretty much what that whole day entailed for me like I felt special whenever anyone would wish me a happy birthday um yeah and that same YMCA episode um I think I talked about this one girl in Teen Kahagan yes a black girl <laughs> would have trouble following instructions for whatever goddamn reason um so yeah i'm gonna go on a little bit of a tangent here um so yeah this girl is the same camper who was required to wear a swimming cap whenever she would go swimming um because this girl's mom was mostly the one who would come to pick her up and drop her off um I don't think she was ever registered for before care or after care. So I knew that this girl's mom would always come to pick her up at dismissal time at the right time. Yeah. Yeah. So so this girl would never be the last one to be picked up. Like her mom always knew when to come for her at the right time. 
And um, so whenever I would see this girl's mom, um, she went, she and I would have casual conversations about stuff, you know, not just specifically about that particular day's camp activities and stuff. Um, so her mom is very nice and like really sweet, and I noticed that this girl this does kind of bear a resemblance to her mom like yeah and then once in a while um this girl's mom would remind me to make sure that the girl wears her swimming cap during the team kahagans swimming time periods so that her hair wouldn't get wet or dirty in that lake at the new york lake you know the beach area like Yeah, so this girl is the same girl who would be defiant sometimes and wearing her swim cap. Like, you know, for some reason she didn't want to, like, wear it. Like, I don't understand why. Like, but in terms of putting putting it on for her, you know, the swim cap, um, I would have to wash it first, like, you know, just to make sure that it's clean first and sometimes I'd have trouble like putting it putting it on for her like I mean it's easy to like I guess it's easy to put on a swim cap yourself but like to do it for a child it can be a bit challenging so yeah sometimes I would get a little bit of help with that like I would ask like one of the lifeguards to help me with that well the main lifeguard I mean um, because the main lifeguard was the girl who's the daughter of the supervisor, you know, the woman's supervisor. Um, so, yeah, I would have to ask this girl to help me put on the young girl's swimming cap. And so, about the young girl camper, um, most of the time, the girl would remember to wear her swim cap and you know do the right thing by wearing it and then other times like when we had like water activities like with sprinklers to like cool down the campers this girl was just sometimes like jump into the water like get into the water without like considering oh my hair is gonna get wet like (laughs) you know like even after I would remind her for, like, the upteam time, like, you need to wear your swim cap so that your hair doesn't get wet or, you know, your mom won't be happy about it at all. Um, so, yeah, that, that again, is my slight tangent about that young black girl. Um, she actually has an Instagram account which I follow. Um, her Instagram is was obviously created and monitored by her mom. And her mom tells me that this girl is actually a gymnast and a dancer outside of the YMCA camp program. So, yeah, I have seen Instagram posts of this girl being involved with those, you know, gym and dance and stuff. So, yeah, the girl's mom was always, like, friendly with me because 
I like the idea of connecting with a fellow black woman, like, and, um, the point I guess I'm trying to make from this tangent is that on that day of my birthday, um, that morning, as this woman was sending in her precious daughter, um, um, I let her know that it was my birthday, and, cause, you know, I was like, oh, by the way, today's my birthday, and, yeah, she, too, wished me happy birthday, and, she also asked if I would, <coughs> I'm sorry, she also asked if I would be doing anything special. Yeah, and so I said, yes, my family is taking me out to Olive Garden tonight. And, you know, she said, you know, that's really nice, like, you know, that to enjoy myself and stuff like that. And for those of y'all that know me, Olive Garden is my favorite restaurant ever <laughs> um, because pasta is like my definite favorite food ever. And so naturally, that would be my favorite restaurant to eat my favorite food of all time. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, I could eat an entire lifetime of pasta and never get bored of it. Like, that's just how much of my favorite food it really is. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, the, I think also the girl's mom asked me if I would be leaving camp early so that my family could take me out to celebrate that evening. And so I said, yes, I will. So that I probably wouldn't be around to sign up the Cahagon Blue campers in the afternoon. Like when we came back after our bus ride, like I wouldn't be able to like sign this girl out or any others in the Cahagon Blue team. So, <clears throat> sorry. Um, so the YMCA camp had a group me chat that one of the counselors created. Well, I mean the woman supervisor created and one of the counselors like titled it one thing and then someone else changed the title to another thing but eventually we all agreed to title it as summer camp counselors 2021 I think I don't know um I do not even remember the exact title anymore because to be honest I don't have the group me app anymore um kind of find it to be a bit useless like I don't really see the point of it like I'm not like involved with anything right now that involves a group chat and you know I kind of wish I was but yeah <laughs> yeah I mean I've since uninstalled it after I finished that camp um because I kind of was under the impression that um, I wouldn't be able, available to work at the YMCA again the following year, following year being 2022, of course, um, because I'm hoping to, like, find an actual job in journalism and media this time, um, yeah, that's another story for another time, um, so, yeah, in the group chat, um, 
I kind of messaged everyone ahead of time, like saying that, hey, this Thursday is my birthday, so there's a chance that I'll probably like clock out early at any time before five o'clock or something. Um, so some of the other counselors would then call on, like one of them could take my place for me by signing out my Team Blue campers, you know, for me. And so the supervisor and everyone else said it was okay, and I was relieved. Um, my dad had was on his way at the time to come pick me up um, because I have called him immediately once we all got off the bus you know the bus right back to the Y building you know from the New York Lake area and so you know we got back in time to get ready for the afternoon dismissal time and signing out the campers so signing out the campers was something that I I did not have to do at that time. Like, I was excused from it, thankfully. So, um, one of the other Cahagon counselors um, decided to sign out my Team Blue campers for me, like I just mentioned. So, yeah, let me just give myself a quick water break. Yeah, the rest of that evening went well for me um, because I was 24 and I celebrated by having dinner with my family at my favorite restaurant, (laughs) Olive Garden. I really enjoyed it. To be honest, I always think it's better to celebrate your birthday and important milestones with your family as opposed to with friends I don't know I guess I just personally believe that some friends can be untrustworthy um, but your family always has your back no matter what Um, in my culture um, we're very family oriented and so all of our special occasions and milestones and holidays and such are mostly celebrated with each other as a family or you know relatives or extended members um not necessarily like with friends or with anyone like outside the family circle um I don't really like have a lot of like close friends that I'm that much in touch with Um, not even from, like, 
my high school years at CHS. Um, yes, yeah, so for the most part, I don't really mind celebrating my special occasions with my family because they're always there for me at the end of the day. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, that was my 24th birthday. Um, this past summer at the YWCA, um, my 25th birthday was something really special. <laughs> um, I know that turning 25 means that you're now a quarter century old, and I'm like, damn, time really does fly. Yeah, it does, because it's been five months right now. And I still can't believe I'm 25. Even I still can't believe it. Like, it has as its fair share of ups and downs, of course. Um, But unfortunately, I'm going to have to say that it's been filled with more downs. And probably one of the biggest um, downs that... I have ever faced. Yeah. I really don't want to get into that right now in this episode. Um, I do promise that in a few more episodes right after this, like non-YWCA related, um, I'll talk more about that. Um I'll talk about the biggest setback that I ever faced in just turning 25. Um, But I'll be honest with you, though, that it's something that happened even before I turned 25. Um, Something to do with my experience at Montclair State. Um, Yeah, I'll just leave it at that right now for now like I don't want to give it away just yet um I have a feeling that most of you guys out there probably already know what that is but you know for the sake of this episode um it's supposed to be a more positive episode so talking about something like that that's negative is gonna derail away from it and I do not want that like Yeah, I'll make that be a subject of its own in another episode. Just obviously not right now. So, yeah, just bear with me. And, um, yeah, so my 25th birthday fell on a Friday this time. And I'm like, what are the the chances of that? Like, it's because, you know, it's closer to the weekend. So, yeah. And, yeah, I did choose to show up to work that day um, because that Friday was our payday. So I guess that's an early birthday gift for me, getting paid. Um, But this time it was through direct deposit. I've had direct deposit all set up as instructed by the HR guy who helped me out with that via email. So it worked very well for me. Like I was able to like see my um, account balance and 
yeah it was great like obviously I won't disclose because now I don't even remember what it was but yeah we were paid by the hour um not including lunch breaks or you know it was a regular nine to five job so yeah that's so that's the time periods of morning dismissal I mean our first period on the um camper schedules I guess to the afternoon dismissal which ended at five o'clock yeah but anyway I like that my fellow co-workers at the YWCA remembered my birthday uh (laughs) to be fair I kind of let them know and reminded them a million times um, that the two assistant directors had it written down on the whiteboard in their office that they shared. Like their office room is large enough to fit all the paperwork and documents for each of the campers and all that stuff. And it also had the small whiteboards where we staff members would plug in our times for going on our lunch breaks which is usually for 45 minutes it was an overall great day for me being that it was a Friday and it was close to the weekend um so I showed up to camp uh wearing the dress that I'd worn on my 21st birthday well I don't usually let my dad know when I change clothes so I kind of wore that dress underneath my uh, regular uh, camp clothes and since it was a Friday uh, we didn't necessarily have to like wear camp t-shirts like we normally would do only on Mondays I mean it was optional for most of the staff to wear their camp t-shirts at any time during the day but we most definitely had to wear them only on Mondays because Mondays was obviously the first um, day of the week, you know, sort of to introduce ourselves to any new campers who might arrive. So, yeah. So, yeah, on Friday, on that Friday, underneath, on top of my dress, um, I wore like a regular like t-shirt. Um, actually, it was a grease t-shirt a black t-shirt, a black grease t-shirt, um, because that t-shirt means that during my junior year of high school at Community High School in Teaneck, CHS for short, um, during my junior year, our school always does, like, musical productions every single year, so I'll talk about that in another future episode, but yeah, obviously, during my junior year, um, we did Grease, and um, in it, I was just, you know, one of the ensemble members, like, would show up in the scenes that had mute singing among all of the characters in the in Grease, like, everyone singing together, so me, along with two or three other girls, were the ensemble members and so we all got the t-shirts to wear so 
yeah, I'll talk about this again in another episode, but I chose to wear that t-shirt on on Friday along with my shorts. And then, yeah, I just, like, wore my dress underneath it. Like, you know, when I got to the bathroom, the staff bathroom, immediately after I went in for, you know, my getting to camp at early, like, around 7.50-ish, you know, for the pre-camp shift, like, with the two specialists and the one counselor. Um, Yeah, I would go to the bathroom just to take care of my own personal business, um, you know, to message my mom when she'd already been at work that I've gotten to camp on time. Um, yeah, so after I messaged her, I quickly, like, changed out of my um, T-shirt and shorts just to wear the dress. And, yeah, by the time it, in the afternoon that my dad was getting ready to come pick me up um I quickly went inside the bathroom again the staff bathroom to like um change back into my uh t-shirt and shorts so he didn't have to know that I'd worn my dress to camp um you never needed to know that when I've changed my clothes and such so yeah <clears throat> Yeah, um, but anyway, that was an overall great day for me as well, um, you know, being that it was a Friday and it was close to the weekend. As usual on my birthday, I would receive, receive tons of birthday wishes from friends, family, relatives, family, friends, etc., especially on social media and including Facebook, where I would get hundreds and hundreds of messages a day. Like, it's the one day where I feel most like a celebrity. And going to work on that day makes it all the more special. When co-workers wished me happy birthday, as well as my fellow 1B campers and other campers from other camp groups as well. Um, the oldest counselor was this woman who I heard is probably in her early 60s. And she was the only staff member with an orange YWCA camp t-shirt. While the rest of us had a white shirt. This woman, I believe, mentioned that She works as a teacher's aide in one of the school districts in the area, which is sponsored by the YWCA, Northern New Jersey. I think I mentioned it before that the YWCA has multiple addresses in New Jersey. So when I was initially filling out my personal information for the summer camp position, I had to reach out to the camp manager to be sure that I was sending all my information to the right school address for the YWCA. Like, I had to confirm with them that I was 
sending all my info to the elementary school in Dumont and not to an entirely different school address. And so this woman counselor works as an aide in one of those other school districts. So not at this particular Dumont school. Um, I'm going to give myself another water break. I'm sorry. <laughs> So, anyway, my point is that this woman kind of gave me some life advice. She is a very sweet lady, and we all liked her and respected her. We always addressed her as Ms. and her first name. So, Ms. J, her first initial. Um, We knew that she's married with kids and Probably some grandkids as well. But we always addressed her as Ms. J. J being her first initial. Um, never ever by her last name. Like it sounded too formal. Like yeah. Um, the black assistant director guy once told this lady that she's a rock star. Um, because she just just works so hard just like the rest of us and she has a lot of energy and patience in her for her age you know to be able to put up with these campers um she was the one of the main counselors assigned to group 1a um which is the youngest age group of campers you know four-year-olds and in group 1A included the identical twin sons of the camp manager himself. And so this woman, along with another woman who's like in her late 50s, they were both the lead counselors for for group 1A. And so the blonde girl counselor who is the younger sister of the STEM specialist girl. Um, She also worked alongside these two women in group 1A. So it's three female counselors for group 1A. And um, the woman, Ms. J, she was very nice to me. And she even once said that she was fascinated by my laughing habit yeah yes i told you guys that my fellow co-workers learned to embrace my laughing habit like it's a part of my personality that i'll never ever change for anybody and so this woman let me know that it's good for me to laugh 
because it's a great way to spread my optimism around to other people. And that, you know, it's just a great personality trait to have. The campers, of course, learn to put up with it through time. Um, because, you know, we're at a summer camp, which is a casual, laid-back environment. So they don't really see any need to be all, like, serious and formal and whatnot. Well, yeah, unless we're having a meeting or something. Yeah. And so... On my birthday, um, the woman, Ms. J, gave me some life advice. Um, I kind of let her know that things weren't exactly going to plan in my life. um, Because that summer, I was really hoping to have founded or landed a job or an internship in journalism which is my field of study, and I'd feel a little bit down that it's so difficult to find any opportunities for an entry-level person like myself, um, because it is a pretty competitive field, and, you know, the employers just want someone with some bit of experience, and so that's the frustrating part, is, like, how you show them that you have some experience in the field to put your foot out in the field itself yeah so anyway miss j just gave me some nice advice you know just basically saying that in life that not all of us have it all figured out so like it's okay for me to not have it all together yet and that you know, that I'm at the right age where things will someday fall into place, like, you know, that I'm still finding myself, and, you know, I really, really like that advice, and, you know, I like that she was able to be honest with me about it, and so that's kind of where I let her know that, you know, I am a Christian, and that, you know, I have faith that things will eventually work out well for me and fall in place for me in terms of getting my dream job in journalism um you know just keeping my fingers crossed that it's possible like even with the little experience that I have in the field that you know hopefully I get something that will give me more experience to be in the field of study for once like no matter how competitive it is or how difficult it seems because it's super competitive of a field that you know with God all things are possible so you know like I'm not gonna give up hope yet that I'll find a good job opportunity like you know yeah like the woman said that all it takes is for me to work hard enough to make strong connections and continue to network with people, make as many friends as possible, because, you know, you'll never know um, who might be that special connection to help you get that dream job. Like, yeah, so, yeah, I really liked that woman's advice. Um, And I 
that's when I let her know that I guess it's kind of a habit of mine to keep comparing myself to my peers at Montclair State, whom I've graduated with and enrolled with, previously enrolled with and graduated with from the SCM, you know, the School of Communication and Media, um, you know, that most of them were able to, like, secure internships and get their dream jobs, like, immediately after graduation or even for the most part before graduation. And, you know, I'm pretty much the only one, like, still stuck in a rut and unable to find any other internship experience after the one that I had back in fall 2019 as part of a cooperative education course. Um, I'm going to, of course, explain all this later in another episode, like not right now, but I haven't really had any other internship experiences since that time. And, you know, just trying to find another internship experience and just being told you don't have the experience or enough experience that that just got frustrating for me personally so I mean I applying to like summer camp positions like the YMCA and the YWCA and stuff like that like they're okay but it's just it's not necessarily anything that's related to the media industry like if I want some experience, I want it to be at least industry-related, like something to do with like writing and publishing. Like, I mean, I get the whole point of a summer camp job is to like, I guess, develop leadership skills and mentoring and stuff. I mean, I guess it's not completely useless, but industry-related, I guess, I want you know, like gain more of it. So. I guess the employers could see that, like, because I hate to, like, compare myself to other people within the field, because I hate how competitive it is, like, you don't know exactly what the employers want, and they're kind of vague in their qualifications, and I don't know, it's just, it's annoying for me personally, and I hate just how hard it is, like, but, you know, I'm not I'm not giving up hope yet. I know there is something for me out there. No matter how little experience I have, there, you know, has to be a way for me to get an internship. So, so yeah, this woman, Ms. J, she told me to stop comparing myself to other people and, you know, make it less of a habit to compare myself to their peers I mean to my peers and you know you know that at this age we're all still trying to find ourselves so it's not like anything is all like set in stone yet like you know just she encouraged me to you know just keep focus on my main goals and you know focus on the ways that I'll achieve those goals you know, which obviously, as she said, as one example, is to keep expanding my networking connections and network, 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 because you'll never know. And yeah, like, 
sure words that have never been spoken. Like, I really could not have agreed with her more. Like, yeah. So, yeah, um, I didn't mean to get all philosophical about that. But I guess what I'm really trying to say is that I really appreciated Miss J's advice. Like, I'll go into this some more in another episode. But I also made another real professional connection, like, with the other woman of that Group 1A, whom I mentioned before, that this woman, this other woman, is now in her late 50s. Um... And this woman, I connected with her on LinkedIn back in July. And that she worked alongside Ms. J in Group 1A and the Blonde Girl Counselor. And um, it was this one time that this woman and I exchanged contact information, like our email addresses, LinkedIn profiles, and phone numbers. This woman and I would mostly message each other on LinkedIn. Um, She would mostly check her LinkedIn messages on the weekends um, because she works full-time at a school district somewhere during the week. And so she doesn't always have the opportunity to check her LinkedIn messages like during the week. Mostly on the weekends, you know. Um, So anyway, this woman herself has a background in journalism and public relations. Yeah, I know I did say that I didn't want to go into it so much for this episode. Um, But you know what? To hell with it. I might as well just do it anyway. Um... Before Anchor starts to get on me about my one hour time limit session. So this woman has a bachelor's degree in English and journalism from the University of Delaware with an emphasis in literature writing. Yes, I am getting all this information from her LinkedIn um, she apparently took some took some extension classes, um, whatever the heck that means, in journalism and literature at UCLA. So I thought that's pretty impressive. Um, yeah. Yeah, her educational background in journalism and her career in PR and publishing has made this woman such a special connection to me. Uh, I never really once considered it to be a coincidence at all. When I connected with her, um, I am a Christian and I do not believe in coincidences. I believe that God sent this woman to help to me, to help guide me through my networking skills and expanding my social and professional network. 
that it's necessary for me to get my dream job in journalism. So it is no coincidence at all. Even after the YWCA summer camp program ended on Friday, August 12th, um, the week after my birthday and the last day of the Dumont camp, um, this woman and I continue to message each other on LinkedIn once in a while um, just to check on each other. Um, again, like I said before, this woman would either message me or respond back to my messages only on the weekends. Um, she's busy. She's that busy during the week. Um, so um, I currently look to her as some as a sort of mentor and I guess someone who can help me, especially more so than ever now in this period of uncertainty in my life right now after that biggest setback which I'll get to in another episode I promise uh so I'll just take another quick water break right now before I wrap up this episode yeah I'm back so as I have been saying about this woman um I haven't really been hearing from her so much lately say in about a week and a half or almost two weeks or so since we last um corresponded on LinkedIn um but I know that she'll get back to me and message me whenever she has the chance um I obviously won't push it of course um not the type to like push and be all like annoying or in her face um but yeah for now I'm just waiting patiently for her to get back in touch with me when necessary um yeah at first we kind of just talked about our experience at the YWCA camp and we also talked about if either one of us was open to working those extra two weeks of camp at the Mawa camp. Um, I'll get to that some more in another episode, but that's really all I can say about it for now for this episode. Um, um in another part to this, um, I'll talk more about the camp talent show and then I'll talk about each and every single one of my co-workers and yeah, yeah, so that wraps up this Sunday episode, um, if you guys have any questions, comments, or just general constructive feedback about my show um please don't be afraid to hit me up on facebook instagram twitter and anywhere else on social media pinterest youtube whatever (laughs) 
I am very active on Instagram, and I have two accounts. Um, my personal, which is Summer Girl of ninety seven, that's S U M M E R G I R L O F nine seven Summer Girl of ninety seven, and my professional account, which is Sarah underscore Journalist. Um, again, that's my name, Sarah with an H. Don't forget that underscore journalist. And uh, in the meantime, I wish y'all an amazing week. Stay safe, stay warm, and I hope 2023 treats y'all great.